I can't think of any Shangri-La jokes. That's because there aren't any jokes about Shangri-La. That's some serious stuff. This is episode 61. Hey everybody, welcome back. Wow, that went red. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. I am Scott. And I am Scott. Uh, and, it's uh, all going red, dude. Nah, we're it's, good. Oh, okay. Uh, Duarte on this end, Chanel on that end. We're having a little technical difficulty there. But, and it's, uh, it's, it's, and with as lame as the beginning was, <laughs> and as lame as that little segue was, we could be having a rough day. <laughs> Which will translate to you're gonna have a rough, rough yeah, day rough ride so news yeah no horsing around just get right on in there Bam. i think a minute 30 that's the fastest we've ever got to the news that's true that's yes. true so anything going on for you um not we got a we've gotten a couple of uh messages and emails and stuff and so we want to take a quick moment to say thank you to everybody who's written and oh, i thought you were really gonna say a moment it. of silence <laughs> i was like dead air dude dead <laughs> air um there it was <laughs> uh, so we want to say thank you to uh everybody who's written and uh hopefully you've gotten our emails back by now and uh thank you thank you yep, so golf clap golf clap okay <clears throat> That was a long was golf really, clap. It was a long putt. What can I say? <laughs> we are a long way from the hole. Mm. Uh, my email, yes, exactly. My email is scott at education.org, E-D-G-Y-C-A-T-I-O-N dot O-R-G. And mine is Scott Duarte, S-C-O-T-T-D-U-A-R-T-E at education.org. Yes. So, again, thank you very much for all the emails that we've gotten. Email us, uh, leave a message at the <coughs> My Jingo uh, button yes. on the uh, website. On the site. On the new and improved website. Yes, tell uh, tell your friends, sign up. Um, I'm going to, I, f- I real, just realized that I don't have the one-click iTunes subscribe button up. Oh. So I got to get the one two, one-click iTunes subscribe button, say that three times fast. The one-click Zoom subscribe, the Google Reader, and all that garbage uh, still needs to go up. Um, Zoom still around? Yeah, yeah, Zoom Marketplace is around. Okay. Um, they're actually not bad players. God bless them. No, nah, I don't know if I go that far, <laughs> Mr. Nixon. <laughs> um, but they're they're all right. Um, yeah, the music quality on it is actually pretty decent. Um, it's not. It's just not quite as elegant as the iTunes. But it can play iPod. any format, probably. But yeah, it 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 has a. Except it doesn't like MP4s that much. Ooh. But it does play WMVs, which is nice. Which, of course, it should. You'd think. <laughs> you never know. It's Microsoft. And who knows what can happen with them? They can be touchy sometimes. Yeah. So, do you have any news coming um, up? 
Nope, nope, I'm about to break the news to my class that they're about to video podcast, so... All right. <laughs> I should give you one of them portable recorders and we'll get that. We'll get that. Where's, where's my gasp? Where's my gasp? <gasps> It'll sound just like that. <laughs> That's right. So I was breaking them into it slowly today when the bell rang. So I was like, okay, we'll continue on this thread tomorrow. <laughs> Little do they know. Step exactly. by step, exactly. closer and closer he came. Draw them in like moths to the flame. <laughs> we should be Poe. <laughs> the, the, the singer? Yes, the I singer. like Poe. She's good. You know, we did so well getting into the news right out of the gate, and now here we are. What are we going to talk about today? Okay, today's topic, um, searching for Shangri-La. That, that's where the uh, little entrance thing, joke or non-joke or however you want, dismal you want to. <laughs> non-joke, we'll call it a non-joke. A non-joke uh, came in. And the, the searching for Shangri-La means that, is it okay to jump around from job to job looking for the perfect working environment? And what is the perfect working environment? And so just just basically to that extent. Yep. So, so um, one of the things about this career that we have chosen or you are about to bark on or about to finish. Roof, roof, our, our bark dear, on. Our, roof, roof. Our dear listeners. <laughs> um, is the, the fairly transient nature of it. I mean, uh, a lot of times um, you find yourself in a, in a school and you're surrounded by people who have been... You know, in other parts of the world, Turkey is seems to be popular these days. Um, there's always somebody who spent a couple of years in the Middle East, in South America, and um, inevitably Asia, Asia yeah, and oh, all over in Asia. Few in Europe from the th- yeah. from the states, yeah, yeah, because of the the whole EU yeah. problem. Uh, Eastern but Europe's going to be picking up here, pretty yeah, quick. yeah, yeah. Eastern Europe definitely, um, and so. Yeah, well, it seems like there there's two general tracks that people usually either, and and I could be wrong with stateside, but it seems like they, they tuck into a school in the stateside and stay there for a really long time, yeah. or they go the uh, travel abroad route, and that is, I think, very transient. Yeah. And... Um, but I guess in the States, there's also, I mean, you, you get in on the the bottom level at the adjunct so you have to i guess you you can hope to to get a full-time gig from whatever university you're you're adjuncting it with but it seems to me that most of the time you have to you go someplace time, yeah. else uh after you have enough experience to find a full-time almost everybody that i know back in the states is part-timing at at least two places one it's like they they'll they'll work at one place because they'll get the benefits but they don't have the number of hours to support themselves and so yeah. that they'll pick up like one or two classes at another school almost everybody and i'm sorry that just blows yeah yeah and my mom and dad are like why don't you come back to the states and i'm like they ain't paying me <laughs> there uh, are there are some paying jobs out there but it's hard to get them mm mm-hmm. mhm Mm-hmm. It is hard to get them. Yeah, because a lot of times they go to somebody who's already been adjuncting in the department for a number of years. They're right. a known quantity. And so, I mean, if you look at my resume, and I won't 
post my resume on the website. But if you looked on it, you would see. But if you're hiring, please let us know. And Scott will be happy to shoot that right on out to you. Is um, that it's it's a stint here and then move to a stint here. And then and every job that I've had, at least I'm constantly moving up the ladder. Right. Um, or maybe some of them have been just a side lateral move. A lateral move, but uh, thank you. But it's it's always equal or above. But you'll see, it's a short time here, um, maybe two or three years here, and then a short time there, and and so it doesn't necessarily look good right. to uh, prospective employers, but. For me, I am looking for Shangri-La, right. and um, and I think to to a certain extent, I I did find it here, and uh, that's why I've been here for three years, because it's definitely a good gig to have, and um, really it has allowed me to grow professionally, yeah. and so we'll look at some of the factors as to what makes it a good gig. Right, and I think a lot of the. Uh, Particularly in Asia, and you know, I'm going to talk about what I know as being in Japan. Um, you really don't have a lot of choice as to when when you move. I mean, for the most part, once you get in, you're in. But they have a fairly severe cap on the foreign teachers, right? In most places, and for most things. Um, and it's so, three, so four or five years, okay. and and you are done. And they're like, "We love you to death, but you gotta go." Yeah, and and there's few places where you can get around that in in certain ways. Um, our our university here has the five year cap, and the only way to get around it is to leave for six months and then come back. Right. And um, that's great if you're single, but if you have a family, uh, move in all your stuff out and then moving it back and storing it in Japan, it's just not economical. Right. And when we say six months, we actually mean a semester. So depending on which semester it is, it could be actually seven months or it could be five. True, true. And so, um, and if the pay works the same way. If you happen to get lucky and catch it on the short one, you're only out five months pay, which is still a chunk. Right. But if you get, if you're, if you're not lucky, you get caught on the other side of it. You're actually out seven months pay, which really sucks. Which one's the long one? Uh, I believe the winter. Okay. Um, because oh yeah, you get yeah, a yeah. A little yeah. bit of September, and then you lose basically March and February as well. True. Whereas it, it, that's free, well, quote free money. Right. On the other side of it. True. So I mean, it it makes it it's it's too much of a hardship. So you either have to totally. Um, Move to another university? No, that's all. That's all you can do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and you got to pick up and and the other the you know once you're moving around in country, there's not a lot of money for uh, travel expenses. Right. Always. Some some schools are very good about how much how they'll move you, mm-hmm. and other schools eh, not so much. And so. But it's even with the the year the five year cap. It's whether you found a place that uh, you belong, you feel that you can belong to, um, that you can grow as a professional, um, and to a certain extent, I know it's touchy feely as a human. Yeah. Um, when am I going to become a human? 
dude, that just ain't gonna happen. Man. So. But you promised I could be a real boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, didn't mean to jock you off track. No, no, I don't know. I just have all these ideas swimming around in my brain and. Let me. The, the the easiest way for me to do this is just to go, uh, give examples of the the places where I've been. Okay. And so, um, ding, ding, ding. the first the first <laughs> is that the A Team song? No, no, it was Indiana Jones. Ah, the new one's coming out. Yes. But that's a whole another track. <laughs> okay. Uh, the first of my university experience was in um, Morocco. Mm-hmm. And so no matter where you go, it's usually just, it's all, no, usually one-year uh, contracts that can be renewed. Oh, really? Yeah. Just for like most of Morocco? And no, for, for I think most. Most everything. Most everything. Oh, right. Okay. That can be renewed. Right. Gotcha. I understand. So, so for <laughs> there I had a one-year deal and... Um, and even the adjuncts in the U.S. is still one year, no guarantee in the next. Right, right. Unless you have tenure somewhere, and right. then then that's a whole different ballgame. But we'll just go on the one-year system. Right. And it was a good university, and it was great for me because that was the first university experience I had. Um, and so I could grow there. But the place itself, it was in this little tiny village up, uh, the second highest mountain in Morocco. <laughs> and uh, so the population was like 4,000. And you just had to go an hour away, either way, down the mountain to get to a large city or anything for entertainment or to to kill boredom. Mm -hmm. And so as a professional, I was definitely able to grow there. And it was a great experience for me working there. Uh, but family-wise and just personal uh, experience-wise, it, it wasn't a good place. Plus, we were my wife got pregnant, and she didn't want to give birth in Morocco. So we moved on from there. Uh -huh. The next uh, job I had was in Korea. And um, again, the, the university had a good reputation. And... Uh, but we got there, and living conditions weren't that good. Mm. The The classes that I was teaching weren't that challenging. It was more just conversation. Wow, right. And uh, I think if I would have stayed on the conversation path, conversation teaching path, it would have been fine. Right. But as soon as I was started teaching EAP, ah, right. that really held my interest a lot more. And so I, I didn't want to go backwards right. in, in that. And so uh, I got the, the Japan job, mm -hmm. and I jumped at it. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, I mean, it's, it's a year here. It was actually only six months in Korea. Oh, wow. Yeah, which I wasn't happy to do. But if this was the only time that they were hiring here, I had to take it. And it was the right choice. Right, right. And... Uh, Living conditions are really great here. Uh, and professionally, because I am pretty much autonomous in my class. Autonomous? Yes. All right. I used it correctly. Woohoo! And um, 
I from from choosing the books to make setting the curriculum to deciding uh, what exactly they're going to study right. uh, within the the loose objectives for that course, and um, it has let me grow dramatically as a ESL professional, and to the point of. If I hadn't been here, I would still have no concept of, of podcasting, right. of incorporating as much technology into my class as I do. Yeah, uh, you'd be sitting w- there wishing, gosh, I wish I could do that podcasting thing. I'd be like, what's podcasting? Technology? Yeah, it could be. So it might be blissful <laughs> ignorance. Blissful ignorance. But, um, kind of like our show, Blissful exactly. Ignorance. Exactly. That should be the title. The next one. <laughs> So, I mean, and that's from either doing it ourselves or learning from other colleagues here. And, I mean, the staff here is some of the most professional uh, people I've ever worked with. And I think we're also lucky about that. Yeah, I think it's it's not very common overseas at a lot of places. Not a lot of places, I think. You get a lot of people traveling or not as much training. Right. Right. And and desire to grow professionally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, I think, on the overseas track are stay the course and and keep it simple, make right. it easy. Right. So I think uh, very fortunate, and those are the reasons, the personal life and the professional life, for staying as long as I have. Yeah. Yeah. Did you want to talk to, about what do you what do you think that the uh, the the employers are looking at when they see somebody who's done the overseas thing and have been around a bunch of different places? Well, I think employers are looking for stability. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think it did my resume uh, good any good to jump around from place to place. Um, yeah, but hopefully we, they would see that. They're, they're upward movements. Right. Well, see, that's the thing with Japan. I mean, if you're here for any length of time, um, you really don't have a whole lot of choice because it really is, in most cases, going to be three, four, or five years, and then you're out. You don't, you don't get But anything. I think three to five years, I think that, that does show stability. That is, okay. And I think you explain to the employers, and if they've hired other people from Japan, and I mean, the ESL community is not very large. They know the CAP system, or you explain that to them, and they're like, oh, okay, well, that makes sense why you left at that time. So I think that's fine, but I think employers uh, overseas, well, not necessarily overseas, I think if you want a job back in the States, they're looking for stability. Mm. And um, that that's a key a key issue. Mm-hmm. So cool, but I mean, it also depends. I mean, if you're three to five years or, or ten years in the Middle East, I don't think that's going to look nearly as good as three <laughs> years in Japan or some anymore. That's for sure. Because I mean, yes, that's stability, but a lot of people in the know, know that teaching, and and yes, this is a stereotype, and, and I apologize for that, but stereotypes are based in some truth, that it's not that difficult of teaching. Right, right. Or that the, st- 
I'll, I'll end it Student, there. Students are in as dedicated. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's a very good way to put it. And so it's more warm body in the classroom. And yeah, a lot of the professional teachers there are professional and they really are trying to do their job to teach the students as much as possible. But the students don't really care. Right, right. Yeah. And so I think uh, recruiters all around kind of know that. Yeah. And so... If you're if you're going back into the university system or a community college system in the states, they want something that shows where you're you're really gearing up the students to study at uh, American higher institute uh, levels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think that's what they're looking for as well. Yeah. So what is Shangri-La? What qualifies as the uh, penultimate job or the ultimate job? Big bucks. Yeah, and then <laughs> then reality sets in. Yeah. That's right. I teach then I English. wake up um, and yeah. Um, or the other half of that question: What's what, bad? What is what is big bucks in the English field? What do you mean? What is big bucks in the English? What, field? what would qualify as big bucks in the English field? Because I mean, there's a big, buck fifty an hour. There's, there's yeah. I was going to say there's <laughs> Donald Trump money, and then there's English teacher money. And, uh, you know, that's actually something that we should probably check out one of these days, what the average uh, uh, salaries in the U.S. for, you know, teaching. What what are people getting these on on, on all the job sites, I mm-hmm. mean, it looks like it can range anywhere from 29000 to um, maybe... To, to, 29,500. Yeah, pretty much so. No, 29,000 I would say would be some of the lowest, hopefully. Oh, I I pray that's some <laughs> of the lowest to I think standard is 40 to to mid 40s. Mm. And of course that depends on your experience. Right, right. And um I don't know, no and uh, just your experience so forth. So I think that's what you're you're looking for, you're mm-hmm. looking at. So I don't know Bucks Up. Bucks Up is getting into publishing uh, <laughs> in the ESL field, I think. That's the way to make money in this, like in this field. Like as a publisher or as an author? As an author. Uh, as an but author. you got to sell like big books. Uh, classroom sets. Yeah, and not just 12 of them. Mm, yeah. True, but but from people that I know who are in the publishing game or in the writing game, once you get into once you get your name out there as a writer, the publishers will come to you with their own ideas and say, "Okay, can you write this book?" Oh, no kidding. And so, yeah, I mean, and I think that's how old Jack Richards is doing. I mean, his name's on you mean Jack everything. Who stood us up? Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't really try that hard and give him too much notice. I shouted at him from my window. <laughs> Yo, Jack. I don't even think he was in the square, but that's okay. From so, what I understand, he's got good hearing yes. whenever his name comes up. Yes. So, I mean, he's he's high enough now that they want his name on the book in some fashion, whether as editor or whatever, so they're throwing everything his way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. 
to because the name sells. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Well, I, I imagine Betty Azar is probably in a similar mm-hmm. situation. Right, but I don't think. I mean, we're not in this job for to make huge amounts of money. <coughs> Speak I mean, for yourself. Yeah, I know. I know. As as a single person, I think you can make a good living. Yeah, yeah. A good living. It, it's more difficult with me. Yeah, yeah. For a family, it's definitely a dual income job. I think. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. which is fine. It's honest living. Yep. Well, so, I but I think uh, what makes a good job is if you can grow in some aspect professionally. Right. Um, it allows you to better yourself in the field, uh, expand your knowledge base, expand your teaching base. Does that make sense? Expand your teaching bases and the amount of things that you can teach. Yes, your your repertoire. <laughs> nice word, boy. You pulling out the fifty centers today. Yeah, no, I would I would agree, and I think that there is a balance that comes in somewhere between money mm-hmm. and time, um, because you know if you don't watch it, you you can find yourself. In situations where you got money but you got no time, and that makes the money that you have less valuable because you get agitated about not having any time to spend yeah. it and or to just chill out and stuff like that. Well, that's it. I th- I think it's actually uh, a triangle. It's the money. It's the professional time and the personal time and uh, yes the professional time does uh correspond directly to your personal time but even if you have a lot of personal time and there's nothing for you to do right then it's not going to be you're not going to be happy right right right. i mean i remember our sitting around your apartment waiting for tomorrow to begin so you can go in and teach again exactly exactly well spent our uh Fun and excitement in Morocco was opening our windows and and watching the sheep walk across the. See now with a paintball gun, that would be huge fun. That that would be that would be. So. Nice sound effects. (laughs) You didn't even use a button for that one. I know it. So yeah, I mean you have those three things, because. But it, it all depends. If the money's not important, then you can go get a job. And I always look at this when they're hiring, like the University of Micronesia. Yeah, if you can. If you and can. I mean, they're only paying around seventeen thousand a year, or a lot of the places in Thailand only paying twelve to fifteen thousand a year. But if you don't have but any student cheap. loans or Anything like that, that's a great, you'd probably enjoy teaching there. And, I mean, you could go diving every day or it would be. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of options and, and it's a beautiful, some beautiful areas of the world. To, exactly. You know, so To be in, even if you're broke. And 12000 goes a lot further in Thailand than, than $12,000 would in Japan. Well, I mean, in, in, in Morocco, I got paid... I think around eighteen thousand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Married at the time, my wife wasn't working. I mean, we still 
went to Spain for about a month. We camped for two weeks of oh, the wow. of the month, but I still walked away with four thousand dollars in savings oh, from the God. year. So, I yeah. mean, that's not a large amount, but when you're making <laughs> that little, yeah, 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 nothing wrong with that. And I mean, we had a maid, and we had a oh, no kidding. my Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> No joke, people. That was that's actual fact. So I mean, we're chuckling, but he really did. Yeah. So, so I mean, you can live pretty large there. Yeah. And um, but it's just it's it's what's what's important to you, right. and uh, what what will make you happy in the long run, and I think that you shouldn't really settle for that job if you're gonna be miserable professionally or just personally in that location pick up roots and move on especially if you're not married especially i mean that's the time to go around and you don't want to shoot yourself in the foot and just constantly be on the move on the move on the move because after a while no one's going to hire you right because they're afraid that you'll just (laughs) pull up your stakes there yeah and and move on because there's no history of of having put down the roots and stuff that exactly. are important to the communities. So I mean, it's a fine line, but you shouldn't really settle. I mean, if you and that's a nice thing about the year-long contracts. A year's nothing. Right. And yeah. so if you're not happy at the end of that year, you can say, "Well, you know, my contract ended. Yep. That was it. It was a one-year deal and and then I moved on and right. nothing to do about it." Yep. So that's what I feel. All right. So with the uh, tunage in the background, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and roll this up today. Uh, we put in a solid half hour. so Your uh, ears shouldn't looking... be bleeding yet. Yes, so. exactly. Except from the beginning part. <laughs> you can wake up now. <laughs> but they healed up. That's right. Um, so uh, please send us uh, emails. And uh, if you have any questions or problems or whatever, uh, send them on over to us. If you have something you would like us to talk about, please do let us know. And uh, we will hook you up. Yep. Cool. All right. Take care, everyone. All right, folks. Have a good one. Uh, we will see you all next week. Sweet. 